0: From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> why does it make you laugh not it's supposed to make you coming laugh. Coming in so hot he's so excited no well listen we keep saying the season's over and then these little things pop up that i forget about and then i'm like oh yeah and then i'm watching the television the old telly and they get me all fired up the way they have it going they have two things on the same time but you can't see them both right they keep having double boxes up on the tv oh sorry this is a revolution how's it going
1: cory <laughs> it's good i'm not a fan of the double boxes just for the record but we're happy to have you back. I was struggling last week. I was drowning without you.
0: What a shit show! Actually, <laughs> it was better than when I did it by myself. Well, I'll tell you that. Th- that's not saying much. That's not saying anything because <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to do. It is. I mean, you talk to yourself on the court. Yeah, the people much.
1: I taught thought I would have no issues talking for forty five minutes straight, but it was not as easy as I thought it would. Well, be. Well,
0: when you play, do you talk to yourself on the court? Uh, uh, not out loud. Berating yourself? Uh, no, not really. Asking where did this awful backhand <laughs> come from?
1: <laughs> I've already given up on answering that question.
0: Um, no, I thought it was good, man. I thought, listen, really, what it did was it pointed out, hey, <laughs> he really does need coach. Yes, and uh, and so I'm here, I'm which here. is why he did that. It was I'm here to. He rest was available. He teach just wanted you a to leave lesson. you yeah. a lesson. I was out in the parking lot of the right. studio. are we <laughs> talking about. Um, no, I appreciate you doing that. I uh, I was indisposed. Yes, it was great. Does it was, work? I was happy to
1: be here, as always. Am.
0: Well, I'm actually happy to be here today. The fall, the fall is stretching out the tennis season for us and giving yes. us something to talk about. Because I can't, I, I feel compelled to to talk about what what's been going on tennis wise. Instead of getting into some action like other, you know, issues of the game or, or something like that, I feel compelled to talk about some of these events. Yeah, now, we actually
1: have tennis going on to talk about.
0: Well, there's two events that you probably have in the front of your mind, and the other one you probably have no idea was even happening, <laughs> do you?
1: No, I don't know what you're talking about. As usual.
0: <laughs> so clearly next gen. Yes. You talked a little bit about we that. Did, yes. You did. Not we did. Well, oh, that's right. I yeah. guess our Me and all my fans is what right. I meant. I got you. Um, and so we can kind of rehash some of that. Yeah, it was interesting. And
1: I think that somebody won that wasn't expected to win. So that always makes it interesting.
0: And then we've got the, uh, I don't even, I want to call it Nitro ATP Finals. I don't know <laughs> I who saw the, that. That's I so don't know weird. who this I don't know what that company oh, that is. that it makes it sound so, like the Nito world, it sounds like it sounds so lame. Right, it should be Nitro. Right. Kind of like, I was watching a 30 for 30 on ESPN about Ric Flair. That and was Nature amazing, boy, by the Rick way. Flair, it was amazing. And uh, just Nitro ATP Finals makes me think a little bit of a, you know, <laughs> NWU. Right, there you go, you know, WCW you know, era. yeah. So, anywho, so... Uh, so those are the two events.
1: Do you know the third one? Uh, I do not. You'll have to... Uh, well, not Fed Cup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is worse than you not knowing about it, you sexist son of a bitch. I
1: did see a little bit of Fed Cup this weekend. Oh, my God. That but I was couldn't imagine worse. that was what you were talking about. That
0: was worse. Uh, Surely not that. I, I knew Fed Cup was on, but there's no way in hell yeah, you're right. talking about that piece of <laughs> shit. Actually, no. I'm talking exactly about... I'm an American There Patriot, you go. Sir. See. All right, so now we didn't have our full roster, but neither did Belarus. Right, they were missing Azarenka. She's, I guess, still tangled up in uh, a custody situation, which, which is, is pretty crazy because I didn't really is, know they
1: had anybody besides Azarenka.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but um, so that kind of puts a damper on the whole thing. But we're right. without Venus. We're obviously without Serena. Yeah, uh, I don't know if either of them would have played anyway, but um, but hey. If you are listening to this and still haven't uh, dug out your uh, cause your uh, VHS tape on the uh, Fed Cup you <laughs> recorded this weekend, then we're going to blow it for you. Yeah. Spoiler the alert. The United States has won their 18th wow. Fed Cup in dramatic fashion.
1: There you go. And I bet nobody has got anywhere close to that many as we do.
0: Probably not. Probably not. We're America, though. Right. And our men have the most, too, by a long shot.
1: Which is, that can't last much
2: longer.
0: Yeah, they're creeping up on it, for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so Shelby Rogers um, and Coco Vandeweghe finished it off in doubles. And you say, but wait, what do you mean finished it off in doubles? Don't they go singles, singles, doubles, single, singles, singles? <laughs> oh, heavens no, not no, in the Fed Cup. They
1: avoid the doubles if at all possible. Yeah,
0: doubles is dead last. De- it's a dead rubber, potentially. But this time it was live. But that's it's-
1: kind of funny that they they kind of devalue doubles the whole thing unless it comes down to the end and then it's the most important
0: and then they have to right oh god we have to do it
1: (laughs) well that was going to be the same with the labor cup they had like doubles was one one match a day and then at the end if they had tied it would have been a double set for the whole thing
0: right which is yeah which is dumb right but and by the way um i like that question you had people were sending you Questions? I was. I just
1: get bombarded with questions every day about this podcast. Why well, do you I mean, do it? What, <laughs> what well, yeah. are you talking about? Yeah.
0: I asked myself that <laughs> I sent I send you those emails. Yes. Oh yeah. Why right. do you
1: do that? <laughs> I forgot those are texts from you, not, not listener emails.
0: <laughs> no, but uh, you know, there's there's a good a good reason right there that uh nobody cares about doubles at any level. Right. Except the rec level. Yeah. And so why would they televise it? I'll tell you why tournaments don't like it. Because nobody comes to it, and it takes time and effort and money?
1: Right. Oh, totally. I mean, it takes the same amount you of know, courts and lines people and balls and everything. It takes
0: more. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. At, In terms right. of
1: just court usage and everything right, right, like right, that. right, Right, but you're adding it into a singles tournament, and you're like, well... Oh, and n- scheduling has got to be a nightmare when you've got all these players playing multiple events. and Right. Uh, it's, I mean, it is a nightmare even at the recreational level to have tournaments with players playing multiple events.
0: So, anywho. So, Fed Cup, that was going on at the same time as... Nito, right um the, the atp finals and so fed cup was on tennis channel plus okay which i don't have
1: no i don't either actually i don't get we it. we should get that as podcast hosts for free yeah tennis channel should be helping us out tennis
0: channel call in <laughs> um so but what made it exciting was that they kept going back and forth so, so they had the
1: rights to both but they just chose to show the atp instead of the fed cup Meaning they could show both of them. They just couldn't show them both. They just chose ATP over over WTA.
0: my guess is that if the genders were reversed and the Davis Cup final was on at the same time as the women's, the WTA tour finals. Right. If it was, you know, close to the same, obviously one was in Singapore. So who knows what day it is in Singapore. But (laughs) if it was in London and all all the things worked out to where time zones were close and all that, I wonder if they would have done the same thing.
1: Well, that would be interesting too. And if you've got, you know, Serena and Sharapova in the women's final and then you got, you know, Isner and somebody playing in the the Davis Cup.
0: Well, no, but I mean, just like this year. So, you know, you don't – my point is I don't think they were, you know, belittling women's tennis. No, no. I think they were belittling Fed Cup slash Davis Cup, which to me is the same thing. Right. I mean, just one gender plays, you know – Fed Cup, the other, they call it Davis Cup. But it's an annual event that's boring as shit. That no one knows when it's on. No one knows when it's on, and nobody cares.
1: Well, and, and one beef I have and this, it's, I wasn't intended to bring this up, but I called call it a couple of the ladies I teach. I got, a, I got a text early in the week, and it said, oh my gosh, are you watching this great tennis that's on right now? And I was like, what? It's like some Monday in November. What could they be talking about? <laughs> and uh, I said, what match? And they said, oh, Federer at all, this is incredible. And they were watching the Australian Open, had no idea that it was it was not live, but obviously there, there's a little bit of education that needs to happen there, but at the same time. Yeah, you need to sit down with it yeah. <laughs> Especially that live that's in the corner of the TV, yeah. but besides that, that's one problem I have with Tennis Channel is you never know the stuff you're watching, if it's new, was it today, was it yesterday, so with Fed Cup, like when I see Fed Cup or Davis Cup on, I'm like, oh, well that, who knows if that's even on right now, that could be right. on from last week or last month. Or, right,
0: right, right. Well, in the part of the reason for the Davis Cup and the Fed Cup is, first of all, Davis Cup the Americans are out, and so who cares, right? So you have all these countries you don't know. I, I don't know what the draw looks like. No, I, I haven't memorized the draw for all these other countries. Well, and you forget, you know, three months later when the next round happens, that too, because it's like <laughs> that's exactly. the other problem. You can't oh, keep up with the tournament. We weren't done with Davis Cup yet. Hold on. Yeah, I thought it ended. You know, so. well, it did for us. Right. That's a <laughs> so the same thing with Fed Cup though. You know, it it it's it's kind of. Uh, it's so spread out, it's it, It's just, I don't know, and and nobody's playing it. I no. Mean, well, you know,
1: that's what I love about the Labor Cup so much. It's like, it's that weekend every year, or that week, and we know who's in it, and right. it just makes it more exciting for me.
0: Right. Well, I, like we talked about, Davis Cup and Fed Cup, and I like your idea, man. Just do a whole giant jamboree. Right. Men and women together, a week-long deal. Like a tennis Olympics. Yeah, like a Tennis Olympics once every, we can even do it every two years. Right. I don't care. Yeah. but Not every year, but every four years would be awesome, but they would never. And it wouldn't
1: have to be in the same city even. You could still do it, you know, across across Europe or one year in Europe and two years later in America or or North America, whatever you want to do.
0: Right. Maybe it's not the same facility necessarily, but yeah, I don't know. Um, It would be, I think it would be more exciting, I think. Maybe they could do like they do with Winter Summer Olympics where it's every two years. Right. Like every four years you're seeing skiing. Yeah. And then every four years you're seeing synchronized swimming. Right. Uh, but you're getting Olympics every two years. Yeah. So you could do women on, you know, every two years. Right. And then in between that, you know, or every yeah. four years. I like between. that. Uh, something. I don't know. Something. But nobody cares about Davis Cup. And, uh, and at some point. I mean, well, let me just say, nobody here cares about it, but my impression is that nobody anywhere (laughs) cares about it. Well,
1: let's just say that, well, they did. The Americans battled all year and won this thing. Are they going to be ramped up to do it again in January when it starts, you know, for the next year? (laughs) I mean, that's the other thing, the reason nobody plays. It just never ends. It's just pretty much continuous. I'm happy that we won, and women's tennis here has a lot of depth, which is probably why we won. So the same players didn't have to play every single match. Right. But it just... uh,
0: Well, Coco won both of her singles matches. Yeah. Sloan continued her streak of not winning a match since the U.S. Open. Yeah. Lost both of hers.
1: Which is so crazy.
0: The deciding match, or what would have been the deciding match, um, if she, if uh, Sloan would have won, she was up 5-2 in the third.
1: Ugh. Yeah, and in, you would think that she would have built off that U.S. Open, and it's, it's amazing that she hasn't.
0: Oh, it was not good. It just, listen, I mean, everybody always says it. You always hear the cliche that sports is 90% mental or right. whatever. Well, guess what? When you're out there all by yourself, and you have to deal with the ups and downs, the pressure of, I'm ahead, I'm behind, I should win, I should lose, or am I going to win, am I going to lose, gets in your head, and you can't play to your potential. I mean, she looked like night and day, night and day to what she looked like during the U.S. Open. Well, and what's funny about tennis, to me, there's like different levels
1: of tennis, and I don't mean skill level or, you know, or ability level, but... But you've got practice, obviously, and a lot. Of most people are great in practice. You know, they make all the shots, they can do whatever they want to do, and then the next level is obviously match play. But, I mean, more than that, I feel like Fed Cup is a totally different atmosphere than, like, a Grand Slam. Yeah. Because you've got people cheering, you've got a captain there watching, you've got, you know, coaching going on. So, I think, I don't know if that favors her or not, but obviously it didn't in this, in this instance.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're not the coach that works with these players all year round, then right. you're really not doing anything. No. I mean – now we could talk about the X's and O's and all that but I, first of all for Sloan they didn't matter right I mean it was about getting your head right and she couldn't get her head right and if you don't if you don't work with a coach although Holop works with her coach and she goes
2: <laughs> off the rails quite a bit but in general
0: right. if you don't work with a coach that knows the signs of you going off the rails and can kind of see okay she's right. starting to really slap that forehand inside out and hit the bottom of the net Sloan You know, if you can't see the signs that it's slipping away from her um, in terms of emotional control, then on top of that, even if you kind of figure it out, it might be too late, but you figure it out, then you don't know what to do. You don't know the processes through which you have gone through all season or all, you know, however long you've been coaching somebody and uh, to kind of get them off that ledge. Um, It's hard to do it as a stranger. It's just just hard to do it as a stranger. It's It's hard to do it as somebody's coach. But it's hard to do it as a stranger because that's the worst place to be. I mean, I can, you know, if your forehand's not working for a mechanical reason, you know, right. we can talk about that, but getting inside that crazy brain. <laughs> well, and they is, all, like
1: you said, they all have amazing strokes. So it's how do you get them to use those strokes or get the strokes back when they've lost them in the middle of a match?
0: Well, they all have good enough strokes. Right. Or a stroke that's good enough. Yeah. It's not, they're not all amazing. No. Me. We've seen <laughs> uh, Jack Sock back here. Um, so anyway, so fed cup, I mean, we didn't talk, we haven't really talked much about it all year and why would we? Cause no one cares. I right. I do care as an American. I do care. Hey, you know, we are representing, it shows our depth, which you can just look at the rankings and see that. Yeah. I mean, we played, we played two young ladies I've never heard of from Belarus Right. and they were, you know, quite a bit lower ranked than our players. And, and yet they still
1: push us to the to the fifth the match, brink. the fifth yeah.
0: rubber, which I still think is stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, revamping. I think Fed Cup and Dave, Davis Cup with Labor Cup pushing them. I think Labor Cup's going to push them. Yeah. And well, I think
1: when they see, hopefully, how popular Labor Cup becomes after one or two more tries, they're going to say, "Man, we what are they doing that we need to do?"
0: Well, either either you keep it as a competition of countries, or you do so t- something totally different. Yeah. You have to stick with what it is. I still think there's some value in a competition of countries. Right. Even in individual sport. Cuz every sport
1: needs that to some, you know, in some form, I right, think. Right, but
0: I would say drop it to two out of three. Yes. Definitely not no ad. Let's stick let's keep ad scoring. Yeah. For the love of God. Don't go to short sets. You don't want the, the 3 of out of 5 with oh four God. first four. Oh my God. No Listen, ad. Listen, we'll we'll get to that <laughs> later, but but you know, for Davis Cup and Fed Cup, get rid of 3 out of 5 for the men. Put the men's and women's together at the same time, do uh, you know, week long, two week long, week and a half long, ten day long. I don't know how long it would take. Maybe well, obviously at least a week. Maybe sometime in Oh, uh, when could you do it? When could you do qualifying? Qualify well, you know what? All the teams that aren't in the finals, like the final week, right. you could do qualifying during that week at home yeah. venues. Yeah. And then at the same time the the final four right you just do the final four just do eight i don't know whatever but the bottom line is you just get these matches played singles doubles singles right no no i don't think two singles and reverse singles and all that shit i think doubles singles and doubles yeah two singles one doubles yeah three points done
1: and will the same you can play the same guy in both singles
0: yeah you can play yeah yeah. oh yeah Yeah.
1: so that's it yeah and then two out of three and you're done and or, I think or
0: no? How about you have one singles, two singles, and then doubles? Yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, I mean, however you want. Oh, you mean I see what you mean. Both singles in the same day. Yeah, it doesn't back matter. Back.
0: No, no, no. Two You can't. You can only play. You can only play. Yeah. singles once.
1: But I mean, you can play both the matches in the same day. Right. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Or you could do all three in the same day. Right.
0: Um, but you know, ultimately, I mean, listen, I don't have any idea. Again, this is an American centric podcast, and I'm an American centric you know coach and player and fan right so I don't know what's going on everywhere else I don't know I mean Belarusian to be pretty fired up their president was at the match <laughs> for Fed
1: Cup right wow so
0: yeah so he uh so Trump was
1: there for us right
0: I think so yeah
1: um well I'd I guarantee to you if I asked 10 tennis players that I coach what Fed Cup is I would say at least four are going to have no idea
0: well, if they're three zero or below, they're fairly new at the game, maybe. Yeah,
1: but I mean, they're all going to know Federer and Fetter. Wimbledon and right, you know, the basic right. events. But to me, that's the exposure to those events is just not even high.
0: Right. Hmm.
1: And I don't know how you fix that, but
0: well, you've got to do something radical. In, right. my, in my mind, if the rest of the world looks at Davis Cup and Fed Cup like we do. Right, because I don't think we care. We care when it comes to our play. It was in Portland and it was packed, or when it's in North yeah. Carolina, it's packed. Um, you know, for that particular venue, um, in that particular right. match. But you know, you got Bryan Brothers. You've got you know what I mean. They're, oh yeah. You know, in the past anyway. You know, so you have had different things kind of drawing people. Uh, I don't know if it's Davis Cup in and of itself.
1: And obviously, if it's Federer playing Davis Cup, I'm sure it's a big draw. You know, if it's the big name players are going to draw more. But I think you've got to make it not a player focused event. It's got to be a you know the event itself's got to be appealing.
0: Right. I mean, it could even be. Um, I wonder if you could do uh, kind of like soccer does with like you know your twenty three and unders or right. do it something where you switch it to to an age restriction.
1: Right. Well, and like you said, if it's Belarus versus Czech Republic, we're gonna not watching it here. Probably no matter what the format is. <laughs> That's probably so. Point. I mean, there is that issue. But the fact that this was America and we, most people, I'm sure, still didn't watch it, you know, that's a
0: problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think if it were the men, I don't think it would have been a lot different. No, me neither, to be honest with you. And that's not just me being not sexist. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Um, cause, yeah, I don't, uh, what are you going to do? Well, Bed Cup, putting it to bed then. <laughs> yeah. And, and, in Davis Cup. I mean, we'll be out in the first round. So who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah, there is something to be said, you know, watch. Like I said, it just grip, it just grabs you. And when you look at the – it goes past the the box over there and all <laughs> the other teammates are there right. wearing their USA yeah. warm-ups and, you know, the coach is over there just clapping and smiling because what else is she going to do? She's never coached these <laughs> players before in her life. So she just claps and high-fives. Right. Um, You know, what else are you going to do? So,
1: Well, and like I said, I think there is an avenue for that. I mean, you've got that in golf. They have those country competitions and – Other sports, they have them, you know, we have the World Baseball Classic and all this, but, you know, there's a place for that, but number one, people have to know about it, and number two, you have to get the big-name players to play.
0: Well, is it, all right, this, I may sound like an asshole saying this. It's possible. (laughs) I might sound like one anyway, but is America, am I going to say this, okay, is America like the Yankees in the sense that, can we make the comment that it's good for tennis when America is good in tennis?
1: Well, we can say that because we're here. But is it
0: true? (laughs) Because, oh, think, because, listen, I think football, college football, is better off when Notre Dame is good, right? And I don't like Notre Dame, especially. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't hate them. I don't have that whole. Thing. I watch Rudy. What a good movie. Um, but I do think college football does benefit when a University of Miami, right. you know, or and or Notre Dame, or you know, some school like USC's right. in the mix. You know, they're a, a long time recognizable college power
1: well you know if college of charleston and central florida are undefeated playing the national championship that's not gonna <laughs> excite people about right. you know college football so no there has to be some to the southern
0: athletic conference <laughs> or whatever y'all all are. Right,
1: there has to be some you know big star power and i think america i think every country would rather it be them versus america in the final if it was china versus america in the davis cup final i'm sure that would be everybody's ideal
0: well, and I, and, and let's just say this, I'm taking out the financial aspect because, yeah. because if we're better in tennis, tennis is bigger overall in this country than more, you know, revenues generated, uh, across the board in our country for tennis, Right? And that's going to trickle out and leak out everywhere else and benefit lots of other things. Bigger tournaments here, yeah. blah, 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 all that, all the manufacturers will do better and you know, whatever. So I'm not talking about that. I'm just right. talking about from the perception, like when you think about baseball, oh, you know. The Yankees are in the mix. I think that gets the casual fan more excited. Well, Um, I think
1: because they, there are all these, we hear about all the time these countries that hate us. (laughs) If we're in the final, there's going to be a lot of people to root against us, and there's going to be a lot of people to root for us. Which is part of it with the Yankees. Yeah. Oh, if if the Yankees are in it, I'm tuning in to watch them lose. You know, if the, if the, hopefully, if, yeah, if the pirates, no offense to you, are in it, I don't really care. Uh, you know, I'm not tuning in for the Pirates. How dare you? <laughs> is that sad? That's the first team that came to mind when I thought about a baseball team I don't care about.
0: No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's baseball. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm not talking, and again, I'm talking about people's perception outside of us. Right. Are we the Yankees of world tennis? Yeah. Or are they, thank God, those jackass capitalist <laughs> pigs aren't good right. at tennis. Now we can do our thing and win some stuff. Well, I mean, maybe that's it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I definitely think it's, they've got to do something to get, to get, more people interested in it
0: now we have international listeners so call in that's right you know i don't know what you how you de- long distance calling works. email
1: us we'll translate the email and then answer it
0: that's it oh yeah you did that last week yeah the first look you at how leave and you got a, all your fans email <laughs> um because i'd be interested to know in that perception of our tennis because i don't think like for soccer we get no respect right but we're awful and it's funny you say that because i asked somebody that
1: i i taught that wasn't wasn't from here and i said was it a surprise to you that america didn't make it he goes no you guys are terrible like everybody here was such a big deal we didn't make it to the world cup and he goes that you guys you normally don't make it to the world cup you're not very good
0: well we would normally make it into the yeah game. he said
1: we've well i think we're about i don't know we're about 50 50 i think well so it was a disappointment but i said you know was that a surprising disappointment he goes not at all he goes you guys are <laughs> kind of right on the borderline
0: well, and, and listen the numbers they're growing of course they're growing but you know we have so many other interests for kids other you know avenues for them to to go play sports that our best athletes don't go to soccer and certainly don't go to tennis but um but i don't think if they if Europe looks at looks at us like we're lesser than right. from a tennis standpoint, then they have short memories. Yeah. They don't remember the greatest period in the history of men's <laughs> tennis. Um, but we've had, on both sides, men and women, right. on both sides, we've had. Well, on the women's, we've been continuously. And I'm dominant. counting Navratilova, by the way. She defected, <laughs> and she's a citizen. Right. So we didn't grow and her yet. too. too? Uh, she's still Russian. Okay. She still got citizenship, I guess. Um, But yeah, but Navratilova said, hey, Czechoslovakia, I'm out. Yes, uh, I don't know you anymore. You're
1: claiming Sharapova, but not in the same way.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for giving her <laughs> a shout out, so she didn't. I don't want you know. I didn't want her to stop listening. She gets upset when I, uh, you know, I miss one. So. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So um, but uh, you know, how can they look at us like that when we have had periods of domination on both men and women, where we've had the best players in the world, and some of, if not the, uh, best ever men and women, you know, at different periods in time. Well,
1: and I kind of get annoyed when I watch those ESPN, like Grand Slam um, podcast broadcasts, and I was going to say, you know, they say, oh, there's no American in the quarterfinals of Wimbledon, and they act like it's a big story, and I'm like, I mean, that's not a surprise when you look at the rankings of the players that we don't have anybody. (laughs) So I'm sure if somebody that's not from here is watching that, they're thinking, well, yeah, but you guys don't have any good players, so why would you have anybody in the quarterfinals? Right, But But if you look at the last 25 years, we've had somebody every year probably.
0: Take, but take that back a level, and it's, and it's. hey, I'm surprised America's not that good at tennis. Right. I think that's a reasonable thing that people around the world would say, man, they've had some of the best players ever. Right. And they've had periods where they've dominated American tennis, where they were five deep. Um, You know, they could compete for Grand Slams, and...
1: Well, I don't want to see that story every year at the French. I'm like, if I hear that one more time at the French, like, oh, we don't have any Americans. And like, that's every year. It's yeah. not a story. I don't understand why that's always the lead story every year at the front. The last American players come on,
0: out world. Give us a break. Damn it. Yeah. Doing the best we can. <laughs> it's Not our first football. That's our first sport. That's not my, that's ball. right. So you want to talk some more tennis? Oh, I guess so. You want to talk about Nito? <laughs> yes. I think it's Nito. Let's oh, talk about Nito. it. I, we're going to find out what that <laughs> is and what it stands for. And we'll tell you all about it when we come back it's time to join the revolution go to
2: our website tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes email us your questions and comments or give us show ideas
0: All right, we're back. We got some great information in the break. <laughs> hey, we, we promised, and now we're going to deliver. Which means they got their money's worth for the sponsorship. NITO, N-I-T-T-O, is a tire company. What? I didn't know there was so much money in tires. <laughs> right. Um. Apparently,
1: it an is... An obvious correlation with tennis. Yeah,
0: clearly. You know what? It is.
1: I know, where, I know exactly where you're going with where? this. Where? Goodyear? Well, no, I thought you were going with... Tennis balls are made of rubber, and they turn into oh, tires no, or this something. This is a
0: real one. No, you <laughs> remember the uh, there was some shoes. I can't remember what shoes it it was. Uh, what what I, yeah. name brand that had the Goodyear mm-hmm. tread or whatever? Yes,
1: I remember that too.
0: Who was it? Was it Wilson? I no. think it was.
1: Well, see, I was going to say Wilson because they always do stuff like that. We got the same you know rubber that they use in you know tires of tanks. So they'll come right. up with something <laughs> like your feet need that. You know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so and and Dunlop. Right. Dunlop <laughs> makes rackets. They're a tire company. There you go. Um so there you go. So Nito maybe is getting into the racket <laughs> business. So I'm going to buy a Nito racket.
1: Well, and they're Japanese and they don't have any play. I mean Nishikori could have been there but Yeah,
0: injury, man. Can't blame that <laughs> on anybody except the people that make but this. But
1: that was probably their plan when they sponsored that. They probably thought he was going to be there oh, next couple oh, of years. Oh,
0: it's probably yeah, he's, yeah, that's terrible. Um so we had a little taste of some some men's tournament tennis with the next gen yes. which you didn't watch any of it right no
1: so now we've got Bn network and now we've got amazon tennis i
0: understand i understand and you, i have Amazon Prime. That's that was i part. was gonna say do you have the internet are you every, <laughs> everyone has in the world them, has,
1: i was the one recording the vhs you were mentioning oh earlier my god
0: uh yeah so it was uh the next gen the only here's the only thing compelling about the next gen i didn't know hardly anyone in it
1: no nah, they didn't get a great field for it
0: and they had a bunch of goofy rules. I don't even know if it counts. It was just all a bunch of- I don't of, think it does. I hope not because it was kind of goofy. But they, they did a bunch of things, some of which are fine. Right. I, I like them, some of which I don't.
1: Yeah. And I get that. I think they're trying everything and they're trying to see what works and what doesn't.
0: <laughs> and testing on these youngsters yeah. who have, aren't, you know, don't know enough to say no yet. Um, so the first thing that is most recent to my life is playing let's right on the serve right so you hit a serve it clips the net goes in the correct service box it's still in play just like a forehand that go during a rally and And is that in
1: all levels of college
2: now no just just division one that's what i thought yeah Yeah.
0: i wish it was in all levels but we've played some teams when we go play at a division one school we played the home team's rules and so we've played you know even last year year before whatever we'll play every now and again and and have to deal with yeah. that. And it's always funny watching my guys like <laughs> get aced.
1: Uh, yeah. I've d- played it a couple times and it's it's I never remember until like the ball's bounced twice. I'm like, "Oh, I was supposed to go Or you that. catch it. Yeah. It oh, hits yeah. the
0: net and slows down, kind of comes right to you and you catch it. Right. And hit it back and your opponent just walks to the other <laughs> side. 15 love. Right. Um but uh, obviously you play that more than 1 second and you'll get used to it and it'll be fine. Yeah. And I have no problem with it. I don't even understand the only, what would be an, an argument against it besides, hey, tradition. <laughs> well, just that it's a cheap
1: way to win a point, I guess. If it, if it, which this never happens on serve, If people say, oh, it's going to just hit the net and just dribble over. That doesn't happen on serve very often. Usually it, usually it's a disadvantage to the server, I right, think. Right, So that, but I've heard people say, oh, it's, you know, cheap to win the point there. Imagine if you want a match on that, you know, on a let how terrible well, it's that would not be. like
0: it was like uh the you know mtv rock and jock 50 point <laughs> shot right from center right. center court but no.
1: how much different is that than hitting a normal shot off the net for a winner exactly on this point? i mean it's, exactly that happens too
0: is, and like you said i think really it's an, it, an equalizer to to a very small degree right. i don't think it's an actual equal I, I think it moves in that direction a very small degree for the returner you know because more often than not it's going to slow the ball down to the point where you can make a more aggressive right. shot as a right. returner. Um, every now and again, yes, it'll dribble. More often than not, any issue you have with its it'll throw your timing off. Because right. it's still, it clipped the net, but it'll still come in pretty hot. Yeah. But it throws the, the direction off a little, throws the, the timing off, the speed of it a little, and now you're way ahead of it, and you're shanking it over the fence. <laughs> right. But um, but yeah, I, I've i been saying that since I first coached at a Division One school, and I want to, I want to say the first year I was coaching at a Division One was the first year it was implemented. Yeah. So I, you know, I've liked it since then. I liked it immediately. Um, the reasoning behind it might be dodgy. Right. The reasoning behind switching was because if I'm playing against you and you hit a big serve as you very often, very realistic scenario, as you often do, <laughs> and. I can't get to it. I just call that right, and there's nothing you can do about it except you know. Come I cross. still don't
1: understand why that's better than calling it out. It's it's lying or lying. So what's the difference?
0: Well, because you're not actually taking something from the person <laughs> per se. You right. know what I mean? Like, I it, mean, it, I guess still, you still no, 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 no. are. It's still horseshit. Obviously, yeah. it's still dirty. But the point being, that's not what I'm arguing here. But the <laughs> point being is, is that you know that's that's a. Uh, but that's not why I want to do it. Yeah, I just like it. Because when you're in a rally, you do the same thing. You don't stop the point. No. So what's the difference? Why is the serve special? Right. It's not.
1: And it does, I mean, what does it subtract? Probably 30 seconds from a match or one minute from a match. You act like it's going to speed up the game. It really doesn't no. Coming to play that often. No. But.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's amazing when you hit a first serve, let, you get another first serve, you hit it, it's a let again, right. twice in a row. And that, that's amazing. Yeah. Like it, That well, so rarely <laughs> happens that it, it's not going to save any time whatsoever. No. It's just, it just... I don't always have to have a reason, except for <laughs> it just—it's the right thing to do. Yeah. There's no reason not to, and it just makes pure sense. Right. Why do we? Why am I able to shank, you know, volley? I'm I'm right on top of the net, and I duff it, right, and it clips top of the net and dribbles over, and I win the point.
1: Well, in the same vein, I don't think you should be allowed to toss the ball and catch it in tennis.
0: That's another one. I, I think you like should that. just have to hit it. That's fantastic. And That's fantastic.
1: Because in volleyball, I've been told you don't. You you have to hit it. So I'm like, let's just. Do it the same way.
0: That'll save some time. Yeah. Speaking of saving time, what about the shot clock?
1: Yeah, I think that sounds good in theory. I didn't. I wish I could have seen if it ever came into play. I think those, you know, the problem with juniors, is they play pretty fast anyway. So I doubt it really affected them that much. Right. Well,
0: it was in effect at the U.S. Open. In the juniors. Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, basically, when you put somebody on the court and say you're going to play a match, here are all the parameters. Right. Go. Guess what? They're going to play within the parameters. Yeah. And that particular, quote unquote, rule change isn't a rule change. Right. It's, it's a rule enforcement. We just said, hey, you know what? Th- on this particular rule, we're going to have a little visible object that tells you yeah. the rule you're about to break is right here and it's <laughs> red and it's ticking down. And um, so does
1: it buzz when you get to zero?
0: I don't know. I don't know if anybody ever happened.
1: See, that's what I was wondering is if let's say you're tossed the ball and you're about to hit and it buzzes like I don't know what happens. I was just curious. Or if you hit it and it buzzes after, that's got to mess up the point. So I was that's what I was curious about. Good point. That's so, yeah. yeah,
0: excellent. Right. Uh it should be I like your idea that you should step up, serve and go. Yeah. You cannot catch the ball. No. And I that, like
1: it. Yeah, and that's uh and that I would like in recreational tennis obviously more so than pro. The pros aren't doing that that often.
0: Well, at a certain level, maybe right. in tournament play, but like, come on, man, two, five there, you know, <laughs> toss it. Seriously. Toss yeah. a new thing. This is not, I'm not, you know. Well, yeah, no, I'm talking
1: about tournament, tournament especially. Yeah. Um. I mean, in a practice match or something like that, who cares? Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, you need to practice hitting bad tosses if you're going to have to do it in tournaments. Yeah. Because
0: one thing I've never understood is why is me tossing the ball up, quote unquote, the start of the point? Right. You know, when you're talking about your, your in tennis with in college, you have 20 seconds. Yeah. One thing I do like what college does that they should do with the pros is both the receiver and the server get the full 20 seconds if they want it. Okay. So you don't have to play to the server's pace.
1: Well, on the tour they do that anyway. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I, no kidding. But here's the thing. Um, it's it's contradictory to some degree because you're not supposed to serve until the return right. is ready, but right. the return has got to be ready at your and pace. And that's always
1: a rule I get asked about weekly, you know, how to play at the server's pace. Well, you know, if it was just 20 seconds – wouldn't hear about it. it was, right. That would just be the end of it.
0: Right. Now, of course, rec, unless you have a... Clock.
1: Why now? They would still break the 20 seconds probably. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, you you don't have any way to no. check it. You're not going to be watching your watch getting ready to, <laughs> to return. Um, so, let, let's, I like. Shot clock, I like. I wish they would have implemented the a toss once only right. Right rule. Uh, or you toss it and catch it. Second serve. Yeah, you just, exactly. That's a fault.
1: That's, my, that's the way I look at it.
0: Um... No ad, which based sudden death essentially right. at, at Deuce, uh, absolutely not.
1: No, I'm not a fan of no ad. Never have been.
0: Absolutely not. I will protest, and uh, that's it. Nothing. Yeah, I'll just I'll just bitch about it is what really. But th- it's the essence of our game. Winning by two is the essence of right. our game, and you can change a lot of cosmetic and ancillary things. But changing the heart of the scoring system yeah. is absurd.
1: Well, and what's what's funny is they did the they did no ad, but then they did a tie break at 3-3, but then the tie break, you had to win by two. So like you said, you, you still had to win the set by two or win the tie break by two, but then you have to win games by two. So it didn't make any sense.
0: Right. I mean, the idea is that our game is set up to where you serve, which means you have somewhat of an advantage, and to right. make it even, I serve. Yeah. You serve, I serve. You serve, I serve. And so... Within that context, you know, the whole holding serve or getting broken, you know, so I have to do something exceptional right. to take one of your games to get ahead by two. I mean, it's just, it's just the base of our game. Or
1: if you're a lefty with an amazing, you know, wide serve on the ad side, you just play the ad set every time. You win the ad set point every time, and you're going to win.
0: Right. But anyway, so I think that's messing with the fundamental nature of our game and what it is. Other things like short sets – I'm not a fan of short sets, but I would rather see them do a four-game set with the tiebreaker at four-all. all. we right. you doing at three-all, you're trying to just not to play? Why don't yeah. you just not play? <laughs> Why don't you just go out and rally, and whoever wins that first rally wins?
1: Well, and not to interrupt you, but my thing is they had to win three sets of four. That's winning 12 games. How is that any shorter than just playing two sets? Right. I don't, two I don't regular understand. regular old people sets. So just because it went to five sets, it's supposed to be more exciting or more dramatic? I don't understand. I
0: don't know. I don't know. So the
1: short set thing I don't really get unless if you're playing two sets to four, then I get it. It's shorter, but three out of five to four is no shorter than two out of three to, t- to six.
0: I guess they want to keep that five, three out of five theme, yeah. which I don't like.
1: Yeah, I, I know. We, we don't agree on that, but, um, in this, I, mean, I don't care, but i in grand slams. I do like the three out of five aspect. Right. but a lot of people don't.
0: Um, so I'm, I, I would, I would hate to see short sets. I think six is a good number. Yeah. Um, Four four is just lightning fast. Right. Lightning fast. It's over. Um I mean, it's kind of uh you know, in doubles in division one, they play a six game, one six game set, no ad. <laughs> and it just goes so fast, right. you don't have a chance to recover. If no. you get broken, you have no chance to recover in that short amount of time.
1: And it eliminates conditioning, which is not as much of that in doubles anyway, but even in this four four game set. You can go all out for four games and right. not worry about what right. happens after that.
0: Right. Um, so what else did they do at the old next gen? I, those to me, the, that was the the number one thing was really the ad or quote unquote sudden doth a uh, sudden death. Uh, you know, at Deuce, that's really the number one thing that I yeah. care about because it is the essence. All the other stuff, you know. It, it's fun to talk about what would happen how would it look if we did this or did that but right. the, but the, the thing that really is the heart of it all is our scoring and we just can't we can't change it i think it'll ruin our game it, it, <laughs> a good way to put it is is it'll dumb down our game it'll what? make
2: it too simple and, and and i've never heard a player
1: say oh man i hope we play no ad and I'm. And why would you care about watching? Like, why would you want to watch Noah? To me, those games that go to six dues, seven dues, eight. Those are exciting. I mean, that you're the the, the, the drama's drama building. building as exactly. the, as the game goes on. Exactly. Noah, that's a real quick bird, and then you're done. Right. Uh, yep. I don't. I don't think that's that exciting. Now we haven't talked about this. You as a coach, are you in favor of on-court coaching or no? On the tour,
0: absolutely for sure. And I think it's got to be a situation where you know because if you have somebody not like Federer cuz he's gone years without even right. having a coach but and he's got unlimited resources at this point in his career but let's say you take a guy who's 50 in the world who's got moderate resources and you got a guy that's 120 in the world who has no resources right. how is he going to fly his coach out there or her coach yeah. or whatever out there and you know so i think it's you can have on court coaching if it's mutually agreed upon Okay. And then other than that, maybe it's only in between sets. Right. Then it's, then it's anybody can have it. Yeah. But I think there's a, there's an inherent unfairness based that, that, because within one tournament, you take a grand slam, you have 128 slots and the difference between the number one player in that draw and the worst, the lowest ranked player in that draw is a big gap. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you don't talk about a wage (laughs) gap, there's a pay gap Right. right there. Um. And so these lower players who may benefit from coaching, they're you know they can't afford to bring their coach. No. Although like, if they're at the U.S. Open, I'm sure their coach will figure out a way right. to get there. But you, you understand my point. Um, so maybe a mutual uh, agreement, except in between sets. Well, and I think
1: for broadcast person, if they're going to do that, they absolutely have to have audio. For sure. And they have to have translators if they're not in English. Well, the
0: next gen, it was on headsets. Yeah. So they weren't on court. Okay. It was on headsets. Nice. So you heard it, and it was mandatory that the coaches spoke in English. Okay. Which is a bit unfair, obviously. Yeah, I don't understand the that. very, uh, you know, American slash Great Britain, Australia. Which is funny because it was in Italy. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I would I'd imagine that... Um, I wonder if English is the most spoken language because there's probably so many different languages spoken. Like, in India, there's so many different languages that it diffuses the number, and probably in China as well. it's probably definitely the most common on the tour. Well, yeah, I'm sure almost everybody speaks a little bit of it. But point being, uh, translators would be good enough for me. Yeah. Even just subtitles. Right. Even subtitles. Even if it's after the fact. Yeah. Whatever. I, I mean... Yeah, because I'd like
1: to see that. And I mean, to me, that's what's kind of cool about boxing, although there's very little... Right, <laughs> strategy in boxing. It seems right. like a lot of times I'm sure there is, but cut
0: me, Mick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know when I'm watching the NFL, and you know you, you watch the coach put the little paper over right. his face when he's talking. Well, why is that? Because he don't want you to know all the super yeah. secret stuff he's doing. Now the difference is, is that he's trying to out-scheme me and do all these other trick play. You know, right. all this other stuff. And you know, for the most part. Uh, You know, tricking people and doing something different than you do in tennis isn't really going to happen. I mean, you're trying to do some things in your game. You know, the options are less in terms of an individual player. So it's not as big a deal. I mean, maybe coaches wouldn't want to give away their secrets. Well, I was
1: going to say, I guess if you're playing, your player's playing somebody, and let's say that you play regularly and you say, all right, you know this always works against them. you got to, you know, hit it high to their backhand and come the net. Well, you may not want them to know that for the next time you play. right? But, I mean, to me, it's all about winning that one match. You shouldn't be thinking... Cause they gotta come with new strategy every match, anyway.
0: But well, they had
1: that old line about Agassiz where he he could tell when Becker did something, and that's how he yeah. returned his serve. So I mean, if you saw that on, if that was mentioned on, you know, the sidelines, and Becker's gonna fix it for the next match, theoretically.
0: Well, and listen, one thing I think, one thing I've always been jealous of football coaches. Two things, in terms of me in relation to being a tennis coach.
1: Their amazing sex appeal.
0: Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> and the mustaches. No, yes. Number one is they get to yell at officials nonstop. They just get to, (laughs) and they rarely get penalized for that. I can't do that. Yeah, I start getting point penalties immediately. (laughs) They'll run me from the facility. So
1: it's a gentleman's game.
0: Well, and the point penalties don't go to me; they go to my players, who I'm trying to help win. And so if I'm over here, you know, going off on the official, then they're just going to suffer for it. That's one thing. The other thing is, is their impact is felt, you know, probably equally. In practice, as well as on court, are right. dur- on the field during their game because when you have a, a group of eleven people, right, you have to have a central person coordinating all of what's going on, or things will fall apart. Well, in tennis, it's one person, right. and so ultimately, you send them out to to the to the court, and it's like, uh, good luck. I hope you remember everything right. we worked on this week. Uh, yeah, have fun. Well, um, I
1: love that as a player. I love that that tennis is different in that aspect, but I think we can still add some element of coaching and still make it because you still got to be able to execute it. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, but I, I don't think it needs to be every changeover, like you said, but I think once a set, you know, after a set, I think that's totally reasonable. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so Wimbledon has said they won't allow it ever. And apparently they have a system set up where if all four grand slams don't agree, they can't have it any. Wow. So they'll never have coaching at a grand slam. It sounds like unless Wimbledon changes their mind. Hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize they were tied in together, but apparently they are in terms of rule changes. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Huh. Well, those stuffy bastards. <laughs> I like the on-court coaching simply because it will enhance my viewing pleasure. Yeah. Which, which, in other words, it'll enhance everybody's competitive abilities on court potentially. Right. Potentially. I mean, again, holla up out there with Cahill. I mean, outside of you know. <laughs> Uh, who knows drugs (laughs) although one of those belarus girls in the um in the in the fed cup finals was uh hitting hitting the old smelling salts on changeovers
1: yeah somebody mentioned that to me today i said players are using that and they said yeah
0: Yeah, welcome to the 50s (laughs) interesting uh so yeah i think coaching just for the standpoint of getting somebody out of that headspace you know they get into and and then this you know it's six four six oh right you know what i mean that's not fun yeah you know, you want to see compelling matches and you'd like to
1: think there's something you could have done to stop that
0: well there may may or may not be but there's definitely you know a chance if you're out there and so um kind of adding to the competitive nature of a, of a, a tournament's always good so
1: when well, i think now that the women are doing it it's becoming more more uh desirable so i think it may eventually become right across all tournaments right
0: yeah, yeah, the the dam is leaking a little bit here and there. And maybe and if every some tournament point,
1: has it but the Grand Sands, eventually the Grand Sands are going to say, well, this doesn't make sense. We can't be the only ones that don't allow it when they do it all year round.
0: Except Wimbledon. Right. right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see it. Um, even if, even, you know what, honestly, even if they don't mic it up at first, it'll eventually will. Right. So you don't have to have the whole system in place like they did at the Next Gen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the coaching I like. Um, I like to hear the insights and see how it works and, and all that. It just gives us a better uh, picture. into yeah. and the pl- players that we don't see a lot. I mean, you know, there's such an international game that no one has insight into many players from other places except their own. right? And so I think it'll just broaden, broaden the um, appeal and the interest. So,
1: so we got to get your insight on the, the big tournament before it's too late. The yeah. final tournament...
0: The men's tournament, the men, the NITO <laughs> champion ATP finals is happening. Um, and we aren't spending that much time on it, but it's got to be a two-man race, right? Maybe. I, it, You know, you wonder about Nadal's health. Um,
1: yeah. Apparently that's an issue. Well, I hope it's not a one-man race because that's we've had that all year and it's not been that exciting. I
0: mean, my pick, and again, it's Sunday, so some matches have already happened, but I don't think anybody would disagree <laughs> or not believe either of us if we said, we would have picked Fetter over Sock. Right. So Fetter, as we record, Federer has already beaten Sock. Yes. Now, with that being said, the only interesting thing about that match was this. <laughs> I don't know if... Did you see any of it? No, I heard All a little right. bit about it, but didn't see it. Did you hear about the butt? No. You didn't hear about the butt? No. Oh, let me tell you about the butt. <laughs> so Jack Sock um, kind of hits a... I mean, it wasn't really an approach. He just came in behind a shot he hit. <laughs> I wouldn't technically... I mean, technically, that's an approach shot, right. but not on purpose. And then he and he tries to pick up a half volley, right at his feet, and it just kind of sits up. Yeah. So Federer ru- rushes into the net, and right before Fe- Federer's in his wind up, right. and Sock turns around and bend over, Uh-oh. like you know, right. hit, you know, hit me in the ass. Federer dumps it in the net. Oh, and so was Federer mad? Well, that was game point for Sock. Oh, okay. Sock was already down a break, and it it he kind of turned to him and like. To smiled at Federer like dude that I, that wasn't supposed to happen right now he was up forty love in the game I oh, believe. okay but still, yeah, uh, but still, um, <laughs> but it's it two things number one, it either showed me that Jack Shock had no designs on winning this match right whatsoever, yeah, and so he's just out there just you know messing about as it were. And Federer kind of smiled, but I'm sure it kind of annoyed him. Yeah, because it's just horse shit. It's right. just goofy horse. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um. Yes, you've never been to this tournament before, and you'll never be back. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Stuff uh, like that. People will be healthy, and you will not be here <laughs> uh, ever again. Um. But still, it just it kind of, it bothered me. I didn't like it at all. It was just kind of a stupid. In but you know what it probably came from, Labor Cup. Yeah, that that sent, that mentality, right. just kind of that feel of of whatever.
1: Well, and there was a big match about ten years ago or maybe longer with Nicholas Kiefer.
2: Oh, I don't German! Remember, I don't
1: remember who was playing. I think maybe Grosjean or or Claymont, a Frenchman, I think. And and they came in the net, and right before they hit a ball, Kiefer threw his racket, you know, from one side of the court to the other, and the guy missed the shot. And there was a big debate over you know, he throw a racket and make him at the sh- miss the shot, or and, but they gave Kiefer the point because they said he threw the racket after the shot when the replay showed he didn't. So this was kind of similar. The Federer obviously looked across the court and missed. Oh, yeah. And what Sock did had well, it no... Well, was right in front of him. Yeah, it, what Sock did had no... There's no valid reason to do that to win the point. So couldn't they call that a hindrance, potentially?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If I was Sock, I would have walked back to the backcourt, got a ball, and started to serve the next point because I would have given Federer right. that point. Yeah. Because uh, Federer certainly was going to win that point.
1: So he wasn't... I didn't see it, but he wasn't turning around just to not get hit in the front no no he
0: turned around and bent over okay like kind of yeah. playing butts up if you're familiar with that game <laughs> hopefully no one out there is familiar with that stupid game um so yeah so that was the highlight of day one in my which mind is,
1: which is sad for in yeah. tennis
0: and fetter one i mean it sounds close it was four and six okay but you know in that first set i mean he was up a break early and right. that was it and so if you're up a break until ass gate happened <laughs> no he was still up a break okay so if you're uh, ass gate if you're up a break and you never have trouble on your serve. Right. To me, it's not a close set.
1: Did he ever, even in the second set, was all holds all the way through? I don't know. Probably not so. Not much. But
0: after butt gate, I couldn't take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that match,
1: as you said, did not impact anyone's prediction for the tournament.
0: Right. Now, this one might. Zverev beat Chilich in three.
1: Yeah, so that's those two are obviously the ones we expect. One of them is going to go out of that group, so you would think it'd be Zverev now after that.
0: I mean, it's all who knows. But yeah, so Federer and Sock are... Um, in with Zverev and Chilich, and then you got you know Nadal Nadal's team, got a terrible group. Dimitrov and uh, David Goffin. Yeah, and and again, I don't know what his deal is. Physically, he's a hundred years old. He beats <laughs> you know he kicks his own ass on the court. If Nadal's
1: team. at sixty percent, he's gonna win that group.
0: Well, listen, I I'm picking Fedal final, and I'm picking Fedder to win it all.
1: So I was gonna. So you'll pick? You, would you pick Feder against the field as we've done all year?
0: Yes in adol against his field if he's well, just yeah, wanna, I mean which it is
1: kind but of i game. mean Federer against the entire would you take if you could bet on all seven people oh well, i'm taking Federer. you still take Federer. And he's a lot i hate i hate doing that but i f- i think i might have to in this too yeah
0: so we can't disagree and <laughs>
1: no fight i really over i it. want to just for the sake of argument but i i don't think i can for this cuz he's just been dominant why all year why can't you
0: why can't you <laughs>
1: well there's big money we got on this
0: but why can't you pick everybody oh i just it? Oh, because it's the I weakest. I just think Federer is too dominant. Not only is it the weakest air in the history of men's tennis, it's also you have some of the stronger of the weakest air are out. I was going to say so this is the
1: weakest year in tournament probably ever. It might have. If to Nadal be. withdrew, it would definitely be the weakest ever. Mm. At least Federer and Nadal are in it. Yeah, and hopefully they make the finals, and that's an exciting match. But I think Federer lost one match on hard court all year, so I don't have high hopes for anyone else.
0: I don't either. I don't either. Well, and if he
1: loses to Zverev or Chilich, it doesn't matter because he's still going to make the final four, and, and then he can just win two more matches and he's done. Yeah. So you got to beat him twice, essentially, to, to win this, and I can't see anybody beating him once, definitely not twice.
0: And, I mean, four and six seems like, oh, Fedor is vulnerable. Yeah. I, j- I just don't think he's going to be vulnerable.
1: Because Suck probably played lights out to get to four and six. And
0: he's going he, to win two of his matches. Right, If least. the numbers fall right, he won't even have to attempt the third, and no. he'll just coast, and who cares? Right. And so he'll be able to rest up and, uh, and then go on into the semis. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be Fadal – which is why you know,
1: somebody was getting on to me today for not being a Federer fan and I said I like Federer but I like to have a little bit of drama right. <laughs> drama, and unpredictability in my sports. I don't like to have the same person win every time because then I don't need to watch or I know the outcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So maybe somebody will step up and surprise us. It's not going to be sock.
0: But it won't matter because it's the year end and it's not the same. Right. It's not, you know, whatever. When so. it's not
1: the same when, you know somebody beats Delpo, beats Federer, and then loses the next round. You know, you want somebody to beat him and then win the tournament and right. feel like they're moving right, right, in the right, right direction.
0: Right. Oh, my goodness. Crammed in. Stuff is crammed in. And next-gen got hit because Varev's a next-gen, but yeah. he's also three in the world. Uh, by the way, he's three in the world. Did you know that? Yeah,
1: it's impressive.
2: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it, but why is... Impressive for him or <laughs> impressive for the number three?
0: <laughs> right. What are we doing here?
1: But why is... uh? Why is that next-gen 21 and under? Why can't it be 23 and under? Like, they took all the players out that would have drawn people in. I don't know. I mean, know. I don't get 21. There's like five players in the top 100 that are 21 and under.
0: I think the first thing that happened is they, they put out their thing that said next-gen, and the USTA came out with next-gen, <laughs> and it got all confused. Right. So they showed up. So basically, <laughs> all the next-gen People yeah. are playing with twenty-three inch. I was going to say, do they play on the tiny nets in red balls in the little nets? Yeah. So that's really what it's combined. If they really
1: want to get that off the ground, that you let the pros play with those and see, <laughs> see, the pros are playing with these balls. You kids got to use them too.
0: Oh my God, net gen. I still got to do some research on that. I'm trying to get, <laughs> I'm trying to get somebody from a section, a uh, USTA section, to, um, to talk to me about their perspective on net gen. So anyway, anywho, so that's what we got going. After this. It's really over. Yeah, I, I think I'm serious. Is there anything else left after this?
1: Well, there's there's the Davis Cup, but non-American Davis Cup.
0: Yeah, that's please.
1: So that's pretty much it until the pre-Australian Open stuff starts, uh, late December, early January.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing in January in December. Feder played
1: in a kilt. We didn't talk about that against Murray. So Murray's on his way back, but that's about all we needed to say about it. <laughs> Apparently,
0: he looked good. Yeah. Except for the kilt. He still
1: kicked Murray's ass in a kilt. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So that's when when your players have to start wearing different things and playing with different stuff and still winning.
0: To be fair, (laughs) to be fair, that pasty son of a bitch hasn't really played competitively in however long. But
1: maybe for next year they should make Federer wear a different outfit every tournament. And then... It'll be a little more interesting. Everywhere he plays, he's got to wear right. the, the local traditional yeah. garb. He can wear a kimono in the J- Japanese tournaments. There you go. You know, perfect.
0: hosing in Germany. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I like this.
0: Wear a baguette. Or a, <laughs> he's got to wear a beret. a beret. Yeah. And it can't fall off. Yeah.
1: If it falls off, he loses the points. That's so now we're talking about some competitive tennis.
0: Now we. Now. Now the rest of the field has a chance.
1: Nadal wears a sombrero with the French. And then Federer, I like this. I've got this set up for next year. Oh, my God.
0: Is this offensive at all or not? Not probably. It, if it is, it's not, it shouldn't be. We're Americans, so they're used to it. Exactly. Well, so we've got the rest of which, by the time this comes out, will be well into it.
1: Um. Oh yeah, by the time this comes out, and then by the time the next one comes out, it's over. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. By the time we record next week, it'll be over. Um. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's a disappointing field, and um, it's not going to amount to much. I don't think. No. I'm watching it though. Right. I'm and the final four,
1: duty. I mean, then then it's it is single elimination at that point. So somebody has one great match and maybe they surprise us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have found in a sing, in an individual sport I don't like round robin. I've made up my mind.
1: I like the concept behind it. I don't. But I don't it doesn't seem to ever work out in theory. When we just had I just had my own club term this weekend at round robin, and it just kind of By the end of the round-robin, people seem to be kind of disinterested.
0: Well, but when you're doing round-robin in rec, it's, hey, let's get a lot of matches. Right. You know, if you go to a tournament and you play in a bracket format, you know, format, and you get two. You lose and lose in your home. At least if you got, you know, five people, you play a round-robin, you go two and two, everybody gets four matches, no matter what, everybody's happy. But it's funny
1: you say that, and everybody says that, but I find that in a a round-robin when somebody's 0-2 they could care less about the next one or two <laughs> like they wish they were out of the tournament.
0: coach him up baby no, coach i gotta play him up.
1: i gotta play again
0: you gotta coach him up and tell him hey <laughs> this isn't for winning this tournament that's this right. is for improving your game
1: skill building
0: there you go but yeah federer's played plenty of matches he doesn't need yeah. to get you know he doesn't need to be guaranteed four matches every every turn no he's pretty much
1: five played. matches in seven days i think they do or eight days so maybe that helps the field him being him wearing wearing out i don't know
0: maybe so all right well i think that's all we've got for this uh i mean the US wins the Fed Cup and we just don't care. I can't <laughs> right. I can't manufacture I can't fake it. I'm sorry. No. I'm glad for America but Fed Cup sucks, so. All right, anything else? That's it. All right. Well, listen, everybody out there, don't forget. I'm not going to quiz Corey on this because <laughs> to be quite honest, I don't know the answers, but we're on a million things. We're on Stitcher. Swipe right on us on Tinder. <laughs> we're on We're on uh we're not on SoundCloud. We might be on SoundCloud. I still <laughs> can't confirm. I'm the one who doesn't know. That But we're on Google Play, right? we're on TuneIn, we're on iTunes,
1: we're on the Intellivision, Atari.
0: Could be. So look for us, find us, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com. If you go there, it's got all the platforms at the bottom, or search it on your platform. And if we're not on your platform, I don't know how you get to us.
1: (laughs) Email Um, us, once a year we'll answer listener emails. Do that more, that was good.
0: That was the only thing that kept his awful podcast yeah, right. alive. Reading other
1: people's words was much better than, so, yeah, than making to, my own.
0: Yeah, go to that same website and send us questions, thoughts. You know, um, I don't really need, need to hear more about <laughs> the the origin story of Corey, for God's sakes. But if I you're got several
1: follow-ups. They wanted to hear a whole oh, show geez. just on that.
0: So if you're dying to know. Um, but yeah, and, and again use your social media to our benefit you use your social media to our benefit please i don't know how to use it properly right i get blocked every time i try to do something on facebook because they think it's <laughs> I'm don't say it out, that out loud porn or something um and so just spread it spread the word yourselves because right. you, you know how to operate those things better than i do out there so get on your twitter get on your facebook get on your instagram i'm not on instagram but i don't know try it and spread the word. We're growing, but damn it, we're not growing fast enough. Uh, we definitely like to spread the word and uh, and spread the good word about <laughs> tennis. I can always say that. It sounds wrong. So, All right. All right. Well, until next time, everybody. Thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. I'm back, Maria.